Hello everyone, my name is Daniela Lake and this is Life Told by a Stranger. Life Told by a Stranger is a podcast where we hear about the diverse backgrounds, experiences, hardships, and dreams of people who have lived different walks of life. I started this podcast two years ago when I was 15, and listening to all these people's stories helps me embrace my own uniqueness, and in turn, I hope it can help you embrace yours. This is part two of my interview with Jesse Boone. I strongly suggest listening to part one first so you can hear all of Jesse's story. Part one is titled An Eternal Rainbow. Right now, Jesse and I are discussing the answer to the question, do you find yourself, as in find who you are, or do you make yourself? I personally think you make yourself because, you know, growing up, a lot of things are shaping you and you have different interests and different experiences and you take what you want from those experiences and you use that knowledge in the future. So I think you make yourself. Oh, boy. I would say you probably make yourself. I would agree. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we say find when we really mean make. Make. Yeah. I think that, you know, you, you will never have complete control of your circumstances, but you will always have control about your response. And I think it's those responses that ultimately make us what we are. Anyone can prosper. Anyone can fail. Our successes teach us nothing. Our failures teach us everything. What do you value the most in a person, and why? Sense of humor is the first thing that came came to my mind. A lot of people kind of squelch their sense of play. I think that a sense of humor really shows us the window to a person's soul. I think the other stuff's important, too. Intelligence is certainly huge. But I know a lot of people that are really not that intelligent, but are wise in their own way. And... You know, you don't need to be brilliant to have a nice life. Some people are very content with what they have. Okay, putting aside money, fear, and insecurity, what is one thing you would love to do if there are no stakes? Ooh, without money, fear, insecurity, what would I want to do? I would really want to... I had a friend that just went to India. She spent a month there. No cell phone, no laptop, complete disconnect. She said, Indians fascinate me because the most important things they stress, good diet, inner peace. Um, Stereotypical. They're all also so smart and so ambitious. They have such a healthy balance. I I think I'd want to go study that. I'm sure they could teach us a lot about inner peace. There's so many things in the West working against you. The money, the fear, the insecurities. I feel that to remove those would just give you a chance to explore more of life and find more interesting people, find other value systems, other things to see. Uh, My girlfriend and I are about to celebrate our three-year anniversary. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. It's uh, it's Harry Potter Day at the end of July. Mm -hmm. As the seventh month dies. (laughs) Um, And we were talking the other day about stuff to do Mm -hmm. for our anniversary. And she said, things are not as important as 
money because money allows more freedom to decide like what you want to do. But that is, none of those are as important as experience. I think what I would love is just more experience at life. I'd love to learn how to sail. I'd love to learn how to rock climb. I've, I've done it a little, but not as much. I'd love to go skydiving. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, feeling that adrenaline mm -hmm. plummeting down. I'm sure there's nothing like that. Yeah. There's nothing that compares to that, I would say. I'd want to I'd wanna go snorkeling again. I've snorkeled to a shipwreck before. And, you know, I don't even remember a lot of what the ship looked like. But I remember what it was. I remember what it felt like going on that experience. I'd love to feel that more. I'd love to know that I put this mileage under my belt. What about you? Definitely experiences are like way better than buying one thing. You yeah. know, it's definitely I'd rather experience things. And I guess I actually don't know what I would do if there were no stakes. Oh, really? But I feel like... I stumped her. <laughs> I don't know. I would just want to do everything. Yeah. I would just want to try everything because i feel like we're so afraid to do even if it's like wear something you don't usually wear mm -hmm. like sometimes it's scary to do that you yeah. know so i would love to just be completely free and just like i don't know do everything my answer will get more specific one day but right now i think it's just do everything i think it's great not to have that certainty though you feel more open to you're more open to freedom. You don't want to just slap a label on it and be like, yeah, this is what I will do. You are excited by the possibility and maybe that's all you need to be. So would you ever consider living in another country? Not just for like a year or two, but for a while? Uh, it would have, my answer would ultimately be dependent on work. Mm -hmm. And seeing as I have set myself on this path in the entertainment industry, I would probably have to move to a country where there's a strong film industry. Uh, England, yeah, I would love to live there. Uh, Germany, I could live there, but I would have to learn German. Um, I would love to live in Europe. I love the old throwback feel that a lot of Europe has, because Europe is very hip and stylish but also very old-fashioned i love that hybrid feel everything feels so modern here there's not a lot of throwback you don't you don't always feel the history and mm -hmm. it's true here you feel it on the east coast mm -hmm, you do i don't feel it as much on the west on the west coast atmosphere is everything i i remember uh i went to two different churches in new york uh, the first one was very old and a very great atmosphere, very old school. Um, it felt like an event. It felt like a formal get-together. And I loved the environment there, and everyone was so well-spoken. And then there was another church I went to in the middle of Manhattan that was at like a convention center. And that place always felt like a party, and everyone was a bit more, a bit more young, a bit more hip, and you feel different when you're there. You almost breathe differently when you're in certain atmospheres. That's what they teach you a lot in acting. You know, a hospital feels different than um, a club. Yeah. Last I checked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Much different. 
if you were to go to a different country, would you do what your friend did and completely disconnect? Or would you be like posting on social media? Sadly, I feel like I would want to do the disconnect and end up doing the posting. I would love to disconnect. I think it would also depend on the country. If I go someplace that's very similar to the US, if I go to England, if I go to a lot of places in Europe, I got a feeling that I would be posting a lot more. But if I went someplace that's a bit more reflective by nature and has more of that collectivist feel like Singapore, Japan, I, or India, I think I would definitely try to distance myself more from technology. And I don't know what it is about those places. I don't know if it's their value system. I don't know if it's their traditions. But they feel a lot more in touch with nature. The people act differently. And I'm, this is a bit of a, I jump all around the place when I talk. I am a uh, wrestling fan. And there was a wrestler recently talking about the difference between performing in America versus Japan. In America, everyone's going crazy and hollering for the stunts. Uh, in Japan, you can hear a pin drop in the stadium. And it's not because they aren't paying attention. They're all just very respectful and they're watching in awe. They don't feel the need to cheer. They, they do it with their attention. I kind of wish Americans were a little more like that. Um, we go for a very loud voice than a very sincere listen, but there's a reason we have one mouth and two ears. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So what is your greatest piece of advice? Oh boy. I have struggled my entire life to come to grips with the idea that we are our own worst enemy. We are our harshest critics. You hear stories about crazy teachers that are too harsh on their students. There's often not even a need because we are all so harsh on ourselves. Um, I never let myself off the hook. And I'm very harsh and downright unfair to myself a lot of the time. And my advice to everyone out there would be to make peace with yourself and make beautiful mistakes because you will always fall and you will have a lot of success, but it's inevitable that there will be bumps in the road. You will constantly run into things where you will say, why did I do that? Don't hit your head. Stop punishing yourself. The world is punishing enough. It doesn't need your help. And I would, above all, learn to let go. It's simple to say. It's so difficult to do. We hold on to people that have hurt us. We hold on to experiences where we faltered and we're way too harsh on ourselves. We... We hold on to blame, we hold on to grudges, and we hold on because we feel justified doing so. If, if something has caused me pain and continues to cause me pain, then I feel justified in acting out against it. I feel justified in bashing them online or justified in 
hurting someone in return, or I, I feel justified simply holding on to my hate because it makes me feel right. And you don't need that. You don't need to hold on to, you don't need to hold on to your pain, especially the pain that you cause yourself. Wow, I agree with that 100%. Yeah, what's your piece of advice? I guess it would be the same thing because I'm so self-critical. Like I make one mistake and I'll think about it for like two weeks and no one else is thinking about it. Exactly. No one's saying anything. No one even remembers. Yeah. And it's me who keeps doing it to myself. Mm -hmm. It's like, why do I do that to myself? It doesn't make me happy. No. It doesn't make me better. I mean, it's good to recognize your mistakes, but like beating yourself up over and over, it's not making me better. Not at all. That's definitely something we all need to work on. (laughs) Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Well, thank you so much for sitting here and talking with me and sharing with us. My pleasure. Yeah. This was an amazing way to start off season three. So yeah. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you so much, Danielle. We'll be back next week, Monday with a new guest, Jody Smith. Stay tuned for her episode. And thank you for listening to this episode of Life Told by a Stranger. (laughs) 